Hey guys, it's Elena. Welcome back to 20 something. I'm going to jump right into the topic of this episode because I've gotten a lot of DMs about it since the day that I started my podcast and it was a lot easier than what it seems from the outside. So if anybody's interested in doing the same, you can too. And I wanted to share everything that I've learned over the past six months-ish of starting a podcast. I started 20-something in May and it was very much an impulse decision. The idea of wanting to start one was in my head for a while, but the actual process of setting it up was very impulsive. It was like within 24 hours, I had done the entire thing. I didn't have a specific idea for a niche, but I figured if I know that I'm going to start a podcast eventually, I've always wanted to do it, what am I waiting for? Like, Why am I waiting until I have the perfect idea to start it? I'd rather launch fast and adjust later like perfectionism is the worst form of procrastination because it will debilitate you if you wait until your podcast is perfect to launch or if you wait until your business plan is perfect or whatever side project you're working on is perfect you will never launch you'll never get started it's either that or you'll wait so long to launch that your competitors will get way ahead of you by the time you do and you won't stand a chance anymore not to mention the best way to perfect something like a podcast is just through practice. Like I started it with zero idea of how to edit. I didn't even know how to record something on my laptop, but you have to actually do it to get better at something. You need repetitions. It's like going to the gym. You're not going to start getting better until you launch. So by launching late, again, you're just delaying the start date of your progress. Earlier in 2022, I finished school in April. I was bored out of my mind immediately without school to work on and I hadn't started my full-time job yet. So this was like the first day after I had done my exams. I said, okay, I'm gonna start a podcast. And within 24 hours, I had set up my RSS feed. I published my first episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and I continued building it from there. And I think that was the key, was acting quick. By acting quick, I didn't even give myself the option to do it or not to do it. I didn't think about it too much. I didn't go back and forth about what to call it, what to make the logo, what it, whether it was even worth the time investment, etc. The decision became not like, do I go left or do I go right? It was just go. And I eliminated all of the optionality in the decisions and I just jumped straight in and started it. And that was the best thing I think I could have done. In terms of the process of actually setting up a podcast, again, it took me a total of 24 hours it's way easier than you think. So I just sat down and did all of the setup in about a day. The first thing that you need to do is find a podcast distribution platform. This is essentially a company, a middleman, that will send your podcast to platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts where the listener can download episodes and listen to it. The two distribution platforms that I hear about most often are Buzzsprout and Anchor. Personally, I use Buzzsprout and I really like it. There's a free plan with them, but the free plan does limit the amount of content that you can publish to something like two hours of audio a month. So personally, I use the paid version because it doesn't infringe on the length or the amount of content that I can put out on my podcast. I see 20 something as an investment for myself because it's a passion project. I love doing it. And I've already seen the satisfaction of being able to help people even in the first year. So I'm happy to invest some of my own money into it before I even monetize it. The distribution platform, again, in my case, Buzzsprout, will ask you to set up an RSS feed to link your podcast to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The RSS feed becomes, it's like a, con, it's like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a custom transit number or like a link to your podcast that Spotify and Apple Podcasts can use to pull your episodes from the distribution platform and get it onto their apps. 
As an example, I when I upload my episode every week, it's usually on Wednesday nights before my Thursday release day, I don't upload it separately to Spotify and then again to Apple Podcasts or whatever other platform I want it to be on. Instead, I upload the episode a single time to Buzzsprout, I write the podcast description, I attach any links that I want to be in the show notes, and then Buzzsprout takes that episode and they take care of sending it out to all of the different podcast platforms that I have indicated that I want it on. In my case, I just do Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Those are the two biggest ones that people go to the most often. I also specify the time that I want the episode to be published. So in my case, Thursday mornings, 8 a.m. EST. And then the next morning, it magically appears on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's pretty straightforward. A little bit back to the branding of your podcast. First is decide a name. If you have an idea for what to name your podcast, what I would recommend first is search up that name on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure that it's not overused, that there aren't 10,000 other podcasts that exist with that name. This is a mistake I wish I avoided. The name 20 something came to me in 30 seconds and I just went with it because again, I wanted to eliminate all procrastination and hesitancy around starting the pod. But I wish I had searched it up because there are a few other podcasts with my same name that pop up before me on Apple Podcasts because they've been around longer. So that is something I could have done better. Decide a name. Second, create a logo. I use Canva. I would highly recommend it. I also use Canva to make graphics for the Instagram. It's so easy. It has a bunch of templates already that exceed anything that I could possibly create on my own in terms of quality and design. So my thesis is like, I'd rather focus on what I'm good at, which is the talking and then let somebody else who's better at making graphics do that for me. So again, I use Canva and there are a bunch of free templates on that for different graphics and logos, business cards, etc. That was a really easy way to create the logo that I have on that you're seeing on any of the podcast platforms or on the Instagram for 20 something. If you're wondering what to podcast about, I think that most people have an idea of what they're interested in and want to talk about. The best piece of advice that I got is to stick to what you know. This is something that Alex Hormozzi says. He's an entrepreneur who publishes a lot of YouTube videos and podcasts about advice for small business owners and content creators. Stick to what you know. Most people in the world have a hundred opinions. You have an opinion on everything under the sun, but the world only wants to hear one of them. The world only wants to pay you for the one skill you are best at, only wants to hear the one opinion of yours that is the most unique. So stick to what you know and when you can speak about from experience. Don't start giving general fluffy life advice that you haven't proven you know how to put to work. Here's an example. If a billionaire posts a YouTube video that's titled 10 principles for success or how to build wealth, it's gonna blow up. You're gonna click on it, it's gonna do really well because you know that that person has enough conviction to speak about that topic, building wealth. Consider an alternate scenario. If a minimum wage Starbucks employee who's doing podcasting on the side, if she posts that same video, it could be the exact same tips that the billionaire is giving, or it could be even better tips, but you're still not going to trust it. You're not going to click on the video. That person doesn't have the same kind of experience under their belt to speak about the topic at hand. So stick to what you know. Me, for example, of the categories of things that I'm interested in, I talk a lot about how to get a job at a consulting firm. I talk about how to recover from an eating disorder and a very small number of other things, because that is what I know. Those are the things that I have experience with and that I can speak about with conviction because I have gone through them personally. And those are things that not a lot of other people in the world have gone enough to my extent and can talk about them to the same extent that I can with firsthand experience. So speaking about those things, how to get a job at a consulting firm, eating disorders, those are the things that by speaking about, I can provide the most value to my audience. And I would recommend doing the same. 
as an exercise, sit down and write a list of the things that you know more about than most people. Write a list of the things that you have done that most other people in the world have not done. Talk about those things on your podcast. If all else fails and you feel like there's nothing unique, you don't have a unique experience that you can speak about, you can do an interview show where you interview other people who are experts in their respective fields. If it would be valuable, I can totally do a separate episode on more of the details about how to produce a good show and grow your podcast once I've had more experience doing that. Again, I prefer to stay within the scope of my expertise and give you the info on what I've already done instead of giving advice about the things that I haven't mastered yet. So setting up a podcast, this is top of mind. Again, I've done it all within the last six months is when I got started and the entire process of setting up did not take more than 24 hours. So if you're contemplating it, It's really not that complicated. When I was going through editing the first few episodes too, again, I knew nothing about editing audio, but I use Audacity, which is actually pre-installed on a lot of Mac laptops. And anytime I ran into an issue with editing, didn't know how to adjust volume levels or cut out whatever it is, I honestly do a quick Google search or look it up on YouTube and you can watch a two minute YouTube tutorial that teaches you exactly what you need. In 2022, I feel like you have no excuse for not knowing how to do something because For the most part, if you live in a Western country, everybody has the same access to information and it's not that hard to be resourceful and figure out how to do something if you run into a barrier. There's lots of YouTube content that already exists from digital marketing experts and people who have way more authority than I do um, to talk about how to grow an audience. So I would definitely recommend going to check that out. As a last note, you'll notice that I don't have any ads. I don't accept ads on the podcast and I'm also not trying to sell you anything. The only thing that I ask so that I can keep it that way is that if you find these episodes valuable, share them with a friend, post them on your story and leave a rating and review on on Apple Podcasts. That's the main thing that helps a show grow is ratings and referrals. For the most part, podcasts grow through word of mouth. All I'm trying to do here is reach more people and help whoever I can. So again, I'd super appreciate it if you would leave a review. As always, I love you and I'll see you next week.